Hello beautiful friends, welcome to the Goddess Activation Podcast where we dive deep into all things divine feminine energy, pleasure, healing, sensuality and really living connected with our bodies. I'm your host Nikita Anand, spiritual embodiment coach and Kundalini and Tantra facilitator and if you're ready to remember, reclaim and activate the ancient wisdom that has always been within your body, stay tuned. Welcome back to the Goddess Activation Podcast. It's so nice to have you with us. Today we will dive deeper into the world of coaching, having a business as a coach, having your own coaching business. And we've been asking on Instagram for you to share your questions around all of these topics. So nowadays coaching is such a such a um, highly, not a trend, but it's been coming up more and more and more and more and more and more people know about it. And let me just start off by saying coaching is not a trend and it will stay. Like this is my opinion. This is what I really see and think and feel because coaching isn't something that that you just try to get people into and then you take advantage of them. It's the opposite. It really helps us as people to dive deeper into getting to know ourselves and better our relationships, um, have more self-love, trust ourselves more, dive deeper into spirituality, depending on what type of coach you are, right? Like there's unlimited types of coaching. Today we're talking about coaching in general and of course, you can see what topics are of most interest for you. Maybe you want to go into sexual coaching, maybe you want to go into in intimacy and relationships, or maybe just general and mindset and manifestation and body and like there's unlimited things. So this is really what what excites you, what are you interested in? And so again, this is not a trend. This will, I believe this will stay because it enhances people's lives it supports it supports millions of people worldwide and in coaching there's so many levels like, like like there are so many levels like there are unlimited areas of coaching and there are so many levels right like there's there's the level of where you pay maybe 50 bucks an hour and then there's um dollars $300, $300, $300, $500,000 per hour sessions like it's such a high level support there are coaches who charge 100,000 per year and then it just goes up and up and up and there's it's unlimited and that's something that I really love about it because you can create your own coaching business the way you like it you do not have to only do one-on-one -on -one coaching you can do group coaching you can do online courses you can do ebooks you can do seminars you can do workshops you can do master classes there's it's unlimited you can do retreats and most of these things I've already done and also still do and with time you really get to know what excites you like what type of coaching do you really like I in the beginning love and still I really love one-on-one -on -one coaching and then I started group coaching and I liked it but it didn't really bring like it didn't set my soul on fire so I decided to hold off group coaching for a few months and then I started a few live calls in my online course Central Sexuality Master again and then that like really set my soul on fire so beginning of this year I was like you know what I actually really do enjoy group coaching right so like there's different phases in your life and in your business where you will try out things that you maybe will like and maybe you won't and maybe you will think differently about them a few weeks a few months a few years afterwards that's another thing that I really love about having your own business, especially being a service provider, is that you can shift it in the way that you want. You can add and take out things that you don't like and really make it your own soulful business, your own soul business. 
that what you and your soul craves, right? We are always expanding and shifting and transforming. I personally started out as a more of a mindset coach and like spiritual coach in general. And then I went deeper into feminine and masculine energetics because at that time I was really interested in that. But I was still not too scared, but I had some some triggers or I wasn't ready yet to talk about tantra and sexuality in the way that I do now and so then there was this phase right and then I really went deep into body and connection and somatics and then I had this phase of really focusing on kundalini and tantra and this is something that I really love and this will I feel like for a long time be a focus in my business and now again I can shift how I can see how I'm shifting into more of the goddess work more of the feminine energy healing work with kundalini and tantra and with really coming back to your body and connecting with your body and accessing the ancient wisdom that is stored in your cells and your body like this is becoming more of the forefront and kundalini and tantra are like the practices that I also include and I also see how my interest now is also working with other business owners or other people who are starting to have their own business like this is really becoming an interest of mine and I honestly never thought that I would go into the direction of um, business coaching and I for a long time said I wouldn't but my soul is like nope you are doing that right now because that's what I want you to do and my soul like just feels so expanded when I'm talking to my clients who have their own business or who are working on getting their own business and like really shifting their life not just like with themselves and their internal world but really also shifting it in career wise and business wise that is really setting my soul on fire so why try to diminish that right it won't work so if there is something that really interests you and you want to talk about it but your mind is like no what will other people think or I don't want to sound like this or I I always said I would never do that like I always said I would never have a podcast but here we are right so leave space for change leave space for transformation and alchemy and shifting and now if you're someone who has more like a product-based business you can also shift things maybe it will take a little bit more time but if you have your own business like one of the big reasons that I believe most of us want to have our own business is to have freedom right to do what we love to do so interests and hobbies and things like that change leave spaciousness in there you do not have to settle only for one thing if you don't want to just like you don't have to settle just for love but not career or just for career and not love or any things like that so let's start from the beginning how to actually start your own coaching business and then we will dive a little bit into paperwork coaching certification if coaching friends like how I personally stand on this topic and maybe you'll get something out of that and we'll also talk about doing free things most of this is my personal experience like I've tried out so many things and I'm sharing what I learned and what I wish I did do I didn't do I did what I wish I would have done differently and I'm sharing things that my clients have experienced and my friends have experienced and people that I see that on the internet like this is personal experience and what we do with advice or personal experiences we listen to it and then we decide okay do I want to take that on and try that on as well or do I like that mindset or not so if you hear things that you like amazing try them out and if you hear things that you don't agree with or that you don't want to do don't do them honestly you can have a successful business of course successful everyone has a different definition for that but you can have a successful business with clients and income coming and freedom and spaciousness to be 
in a million different ways. Like there is not just one way. There's hundreds of ways that have worked for thousands of people. And I really recommend trying out different things until you find your own strategy. And also, even if you've been in your business for five and 10 years, also being open to new things. Now let's start with paperwork, like how much paperwork, how much legal stuff is involved. It depends in which country you are in and which country you're deciding to make the living off. Like if you are based in Switzerland, but you're a digital nomad, so you have your passport in Switzerland, but you like are just living anywhere, like you will have different rules. So for Swiss people who do business in Switzerland, if you make a revenue of 100 thousand Swiss francs or less you do not you do not have to do any paperwork like there's nothing you need to do you don't need to have you don't need to entry a sole proprietorship or or an LLC or like a company like you don't have to do any of these things until you have that amount of revenue please distinct revenue and profit right like revenue is just all the money that is coming in and profit is all the money that is coming in minus the the expenses that you have maybe for the website for your zoom subscription like all these different things it will be different in every country so really make sure that you google that i'm sure there will be loads of youtube videos about that in each country now for me, I would not have needed to and to put in my sole proprietorship in Switzerland, but I wanted to because I really wanted to do this legal step. I really wanted to have my business name entered into the whole like Swiss companies system. I really wanted it to be a legal thing. This cost me around thousand, one thousand Swiss francs as I did it with a company because it was just so much and I didn't want to get bothered with all these things. That, so I just hired a company to do most of it. I had to like sign some things and send some information, but I really didn't have to do much. Um, I really wanted to do that to like as a statement that I'm doing this and I will keep doing this. Like I'm not just trying it out and then I will stop putting effort into it after one month because I didn't have, I don't know, 10K in the first month. You know what I mean? So like for me, it was really important to make that step. And also for me, I knew that I was going all in and there was nothing else. Like there was not a, oh, if this doesn't work in one year, I will go back to working somewhere. For me as a child, I always knew I wanted to have my own business. And I knew by making this sole proprietorship entry that I could also change the focus of my business. Now, if you're not sure if you want to have your own business, you can still try out. Like I'm not saying only those who really know will get it or things like that. That I'm not saying that at all. That's just my personal experience. I wanted to have this full on thing and like paper thing. And like, I wanted to know for myself, like I have a business now dot, like full stop. So if you're in Switzerland and also want to start your own business, you can message me and I can share the company that I used. So someone asked how much time the legal stuff will take and it, it just like it feels so overwhelming for her. And I know in the beginning you read this stuff and it's like it's written in a different language and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? But hang in there, take your time, read it, watch YouTube videos. You can also just call them and be like, hey, can you please explain? I don't seem to understand it when reading the website. And hopefully you will have nice people working there who will explain that but also like don't be intimidated by just asking because that's literally their job so paperwork will be a little bit of a pain in the ass but I personally I was happy to do it because now I don't have to take care of that anymore only if I maybe in a few years decide to change from sole proprietorship to LLC or something else but until then I don't have to like think and worry about this and I also have like the copyright mark 
and around like legal things and insurance again just it will be different in every country and it will be a little bit of a pain in the ass I really have to say um just get over it. Don't let this be the reason why you're stopping. Don't let this be the reason why you don't go after your goals and dreams. Don't let this be the reason why you're like, oh no, I will do it later. And then five years go by and you're like, okay, fuck, like now I really need to do it. Next, how to start your coaching business aside from the legal things. Nowadays, you see every second person on Instagram being a coach. And I like, I love the fact that the message is being spread so, 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 so much. I love that. And I do not believe that we have to compete with each other because even like there are so many women sharing similar information like mine. And there's also so many other amazing people who are sharing completely different information than mine or in a different way or in a different, like in different practices or more in the scientific side or like for children or for elders or for pregnant people and like there's so much and it's endless and I do not I do not believe that we have to be in competition there's enough space for everyone now what I do find really important and just from the ethical point of view and like for the safety is if you're if you're a a coach who goes deep into healing, deep into trauma healing, into um, negative experiences that are stored in your body, like releasing that from the body, from the subconscious, from the conscious and unconscious. Like if you really do this deep work, I personally really, really, really find that you should have a coaching certification done before because this is deep work. And I've meditated and done these practices that I'm sharing about for seven years now. And when I started my business, that was two years ago. So I was already doing all of this work for five years before I started making a business out of it. And that doesn't mean you do, you have to do it for five years. Like it's, it's okay if you only do it for six months or one year or two years, like whatever much time feels right for you and you feel confident enough to share it with other people. That's amazing. Do it. But the reason why I say have a coaching certification is because you learn a lot of things that are so important in terms of safety around coaching because it's not just telling someone and sharing someone how to do laundry right like it's it goes like the worst thing that can happen doing laundry is doing it wrong and maybe breaking the machine but if you do coaching wrong you could just enhance the trauma of someone and that is a big responsibility and I'm not sharing that to like give you fear I'm just sharing that like you have a lot of responsibility and please 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 honor that honor the coaching industry and let's not make a bad name for it just because we didn't want to do the certification before so of course there's so many certifications nowadays like do your research I will share the one that I did in a moment but you are working with the safety of a whole being. So I feel like this comes with responsibility and really making sure you know how to coach. Because if I didn't do my coaching certification, I would have gone around and like told my clients what to do. But coaching is not telling people what to do. Coaching is not giving people advice. Coaching is holding the space, asking questions for the client to go deeper within themselves. Let me repeat that coaching is not you giving advice to others. It's you holding the space, holding the safe space where clients can come and just share vulnerably. And while sharing, they might realize things or while you are asking questions, 
they realize things, they have their realization moments. Maybe you guide them through meditation and breath work and body movements. Maybe you don't, maybe it's just like the mindset stuff, whatever it is. Coaching is not telling people what to do. Like they might ask you, they might, um, you might share, like, I invite you to do this and this and this practice for the next week. And then we will see how you will feel like these type of things. Yes. But it's not like, it's, 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 it's a safe space that you're holding. And if I hadn't done my coaching certification, I probably would have just told my clients what to do, but that is not what I do, right? Like I do, I hold such sacred spaces of deep medicine, of deep, deep transformation. So I personally really believe in doing a coaching certification really depends in which area you want to go. Like if you want to be a relationship coach, I recommend going in this direction. I did mine by Alyssa Nobriga. She's amazing. She's an angel. Like I remember when I did my certification in 2020, I was like in the first group um, certification that she ever held. And it was a beautiful, intimate group of around 30, a little bit less, I think, women. And we met every week for three hours. And it was like, she's now completely transformed that program. And now she has like over 200 students. And it's like a school and it's so well organized. And just what she shares is amazing. And what she did was, she, she went deep with us into the topics of um, mental, behavioral, somatic, unconscious and emotional so like all these five levels of healing she went deep into and so she thought things about that like she shared scientific hacks like things like that and we also did partner practices to really practice coaching because if you've never done coaching before you will be like oh my gosh what do I do and you'll be so scared and that's okay you will get there <laughs> um so we had loads of partner practices. We had teachings. We had we went through our own ceremonies and experiences and transformations. If you are interested into into getting the certification that I did, like the first one that I ever did, I will link her link down below. And if you click on the link, you will get a five hundred dollar. Um, you can save $500, which is amazing. And then you have your coaching certification. Even before you have it, you can share information on Instagram and all the other social media platforms that you like. Also with social media, try out different things. I don't know if you knew, but I had a YouTube channel in December 2020 until like February 2021. And like I was posting two videos a week and I didn't enjoy it at all like at all. I was just so overworked. I didn't like the editing part. I just like, I felt so stressed. And then in February, 2021, I finally admitted to myself, like, girl, you don't want to do this. Let's just stop. And I still, I still upload sometimes some videos, but it's not like, I'm not trying to get, go viral and use YouTube as my social growth platform. And I recommend you try out different things. What do you like, right? Like I can see myself starting with YouTube again, maybe in one or two years and then have a camera team film and edit me and like have a support team who writes the scripts with me. I just don't want to do all this stuff by myself. So try out different things. Make sure you also build the email list on the side. Like I'm just now really focusing on email list building and sometimes I enjoy it and sometimes I don't, but Again, email lists are not my way of trying to reach loads and loads and loads of new people. It's more my way of keeping the information, like keeping the emails of the people who got to know me. And like if something ever were to happen with social platforms that I have their information and I can get in touch with them again. Like you don't 
own any of your profiles on social media, right? Like the social media owns them and something could happen and we just want to be insured. Like we want to have a backup. We want to make sure we are safe and we still have the contact of the people who liked our content. So you can start sharing information before already, before officially having your coaching business. And you can, if you want to, you can invite people into like coaching or into meditations or whatever your thing is. Just let them know that you're in practice, that you aren't certified yet so that they know as well. Like it's all about clarity and being honest and being transparent, right? So I started sharing quotes and just writing on Instagram about things that were happening in my life. And I was really focused on energy, spirituality, and gratitude, and also mindset. And I was doing that for maybe a year before I officially launched my business. I was, I also uploaded like two or three videos. Like you can start now already. And it's actually good to start now because you will start building an audience and um, people will get to know you and your vibe. And to the people who will vibe with you, they will stick with you. Building your audience, building your social media, you can also have in-person coaching and just like network with the people you already know and share with them, hey, I'm doing this and this and this. If you know someone who would, who's interested in more self-love and accepting their body and like whatever it is that you're focusing on, sharing that with your people. So you never know who knows who and who would like to do something like be a client in something that you're offering. And this is something in the beginning I was really afraid to do. Like in the beginning, I didn't share about my business and about what I was doing to too many people. And that's actually kind of a shame. Um, I wish I would have done more of that because in the beginning it was quite easy to describe what I was doing. Like right now I'm doing so much and like it goes really in depth and I'm also not focused on like the beginners in the spirituality realm. I have some of those clients. I love them, but that's not my focus. My focus is really more on like working with your body and with Kundalini and Tantra and like your feminine energy and like really going deep. Um, my point was share what you are doing with the people around you. And if shame comes up, if feelings of like, oh my gosh, like <gasps> people will see me and blah, blah, like all these things will come up. And that's why I say, pers uh, that's why I say entrepreneurship is personal development on crack. I will have a whole episode that will be named like that and we will go deeper into the shame and boundaries and money trauma and holding safety and energetics and like all of this stuff. We will go into all of that in a different episode. The fear that comes up, it's so important because it shares where you are doing something new and fear is just trying to protect you because you're doing something you've never done and your body fears that you might not be loved if it doesn't come across in the right way. Now, this is super innocent, like a little child, just see it as a child, it's super innocent. And let's work with the fear, not against it. Don't suppress the fear. Don't try to like be better than the fear, that won't work. Just accept the fear, move with the fear, thank the fear, and then rewrite your stories. Let me know if you want a whole episode of fearing like the fear of um, starting out with your business and I will do that because that's a whole topic in and of itself so you're starting you're sharing about it and then you will start to get your first clients and in the beginning you will really just try out different things with the pricing um, my price is now like for one and a half hours of coaching that's around 250 US dollars yes when I started I had one hour at, I think, $100, 
I think. Yes. Um, and before that, I did some free stuff. Also, what I wanted to say, an amazing friend of mine, she's such an angel, I love her. She recommended about three or four friends of her to me. And those were some of my first paid clients. So that's the power of sharing about things that you're doing with your people. Um, again, so with the pricing, with the pricing, you will get a used to it. You don't, In the beginning as entrepreneurs, you have literally no idea how to price things. Um, so you will just try out what price excites you and you also feel aligned is really communicating the value of your work. Again, not your value because you are more than any value you could ever define. Um, it's more like the energetic exchange and like how you feel and like all of these different things. So I will have a whole episode on pricing as well. But let me just share that there are so many things that you will experiment and try out and with the pricing in the beginning, you might, I will not say you will get it wrong. You will just price it in ways that you won't like, and then you will change it and you will always adapt. In the beginning, just before I shared that I, in the beginning, shared, did some free coaching. This, a lot of businesses will tell you, a lot of business coaches will tell you to do free things in the beginning. I did. I liked it. I'm very happy I did but you don't have to. Again, with everything, like with every single advice, no matter how big or how small it is, you don't need to do anything. You can if you want. Um, I'm happy I did, but I also very quickly started to price things because it didn't feel like a like a fair exchange to me. And let me tell you, if you are underpricing your things, no matter if it's your products or services, you will start to resent your work and your clients and your business and we do not want that. So make sure that when you're starting out with free stuff, do it from your heart and not because you think you need to. Do it from your heart and do it for however long you like. And again, also be careful if you do, let's say you start your business and like for the first six months you're only doing free stuff. Are you doing that because you don't think you're worthy enough to charge? A price for your work or are you really genuinely doing that because that just feels right so with everything really going into the personal um, development things as well like your limiting stories your patterns your traumas your all of that where is that coming from and the last thing we will touch upon in this episode is if I coach friends I love my friends and I've always felt like I was the therapist friend around like with my friends like people would always come to me and just share their struggles and I would like help them as best as I could and like also so many strangers came up to me and would just dump their problems on me and I would love to listen like I used to love to listen and just like hold the space and all of that nowadays it's different because it's like literally my business and um, there's like this distinction between are you loving to just listen and really support them or are you a people pleaser and really being in that dynamic so that's something else but if I coach friends I'm always holding space for my friends and we will we might like ask questions to dive deeper and they also ask me questions but it's never in the sense of I'm coaching you and I don't really do any practices with them unless they ask me for it and also unless they like are like hey I want to do coaching with you I will pay you for it like let's do a session like that's something different but just in general when I'm meeting my friends I do not coach them I might ask them some questions to go deeper but I do not coach them 
And in the beginning, that was really hard for me to distinct because I was such a therapist friend and I was really serving in this people pleaser dynamics. A lot of my friendships, I felt from my point of view, I felt that I was just like always like coaching them or just like being the therapist. And at some point that really didn't feel um, didn't feel aligned with me anymore. So I also let go of some friendships and that's okay as well because we transform relationships and friendships shift. Don't put yourself down for it. That's just how life is. And you have to decide for yourself, like how much does that serve you? Like for me creating a set, like if I'm with friends somewhere and I really like want to do a practice and like I want to do a practice, then I ask them like, hey, I really want to do this practice. Do you want to do it with me? And then we will, we might do a practice together. Or if she's sharing something and I feel called to do a practice, then we might do it. But if they want like something bigger, I will have them pay for it because it's also my business. And also you might have the wish or expectations that when you start that your friends buy from you, like I would be the type of friend if you were to create t-shirts, I would just buy one from you just to support you. Like I wouldn't ask you to gift it to me for free, but also I know what it feels like to be a business in the beginning stages where it's like your literal literal income is dependent on that sale. Um, So I would never ask someone for free that's me also because I have this experience when I like I launched an ebook for I think like 30 35 US dollars and I was surprised that some friends didn't buy and then I had the opportunity to ask myself okay why was I having this expectation like did I think I was only worthy if I would make that sale and like all these things like all these things come up so I want to share if you are wishing for your friends to buy things from you when you start some of them might will and some of them might won't and this has nothing to do with them being bad friends whatsoever maybe they just forgot maybe they thought that it would be weird if they bought from you or maybe they just didn't want to like I don't eat meat I haven't for seven years now if a friend of mine would start like a animal hunting farm like I wouldn't support that I just wouldn't I just I couldn't I would not be able to stand behind that so for some of my friends like all these spiritual things were new and I understand now I understand now didn't then now um that they just didn't want to and that's okay and some of my friends really surprised me with actually paying for it I remember when I was I started my business a few months before meeting my boyfriend and I launched that ebook like in the first few weeks of dating my boyfriend and I was super surprised that he actually bought it and I was like oh my gosh like that was not necessary at all and he like just surprised me because he wanted to and my best friend did as well and like there's so many different things so some people might surprise you with interest in your offerings and in yeah what you're sharing and some people you might be surprised that they aren't interested or that they aren't buying and this has nothing to do with you so you can see I could talk about this topic all day long please 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 send me your questions that you want me to cover on Instagram at soulcoachnikita and I will make sure to record so many more episodes about that I'm sending you so much love I love you and I will see you soon Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaways were by DMing us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram. If you would leave a five-star review on this podcast or share it with your friends and family and in your IG story and tagging us at Soul Coach Nikita, that would greatly help us spread the message and reach even more people. 
If there is anything that you wish and desire for us to cover in this podcast, please DM us at SoulCoachNikita on Instagram and we will try our best to cover it. Sending you so much love. XOXO, Nikita.